Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Well, that escalated quickly. Shit, Uh, it's Sunday and a lot of things have changed. My vacation had to end early. That's one of the things, and I'm sure things are gonna only get. I don't. I don't want to say worse, but a lot different in the next couple days or weeks. And wow, just a lot. I'm gonna try and talk about as much of the news as possible. I know a lot of other stuff is is going on. A lot of things are happening, and and this show is gonna be affected by it as well. You know, this is going to affect everyone's lives. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to have to work from home yet. I'm sure a lot of you might be already. But I'm sure when I go back to work tomorrow, I'll, I'll know more. Anyway, let's get to what we always talk about. Video games first, huh? How about that? Uh, Warzone, the new massive multiplayer uh, game mode launched on Call of Duty this past week. It hit 6 million players in 24 hours. If you put it into perspective, uh, Apex Legends hit like 2 million in in its first 24. Um, It is free to play. You do not need COD to play it. It is free on PSN, so you don't need PS Plus to play it, but you do need Xbox Live Gold if you're going to play on Xbox. Granted, I'm sure if you're playing online anyway, you're going to have Xbox Live Gold or PSN Plus. So Anyway, uh, it has two different modes. Plunder and 150-person Battle Royale. Uh, Each mode is a little different. Each mode, uh, one has unlimited lives. One mode has where you can go into a gulag and fight fight your way back into the game. I have yet to have a chance to to try it out. Like I said, I was actually on vacation for most of the week, especially when it came out. And it looks cool from what I've seen. I hope to get into it soon. Again, a lot of things are in flux right now, so uh, I'm sure with uh, all the closures that have been happening and are probably bound to happen soon, I'll be playing a lot more video games than expected, (laughs) especially with all the other delays in games. (laughs) But here's a surprise. Uh, Reggie Fizami, I think I can never say his name properly, the former Nintendo of America head, has now joined the board of directors for GameStop to try and help them in their time of need now, as GameStop faces a crisis. No one really knows if GameStop will make it through the next uh, decade, let alone next five years. And even now, with certain things going on, I wonder how that's going to be affected. (laughs) But hopefully he will help lead GameStop into a new era. How about this? NFL 2K is coming back, baby! Not that I ever cared, because Madden was always better. I don't care what anyone says. Anyway, they did also announce that Madden will still be the premier sim in football video games. 2K will just make more smaller experiences, I guess, is, is how they put it. I don't know what that means, really. Whatever. Microsoft announced that they will have two days or so of live streams next week. Uh, this week, I should say, to replace what would have happened at uh, Gamescom. 
or uh, not Gamescom, at Game Developers Conference. That will happen on March 17th through 18th. So be on the lookout for that. I guess they will put out some more things in regards to the Xbox Series X. And after we got the full specs... Was that last week we got the full specs? I don't remember. Somewhere we got those. I don't know. Anyway, that's what's happening. Uh, And those are going to be live streams on the 17th and 18th. We also got confirmation if you guys have been waiting to play this game. Horizon Zero Dawn is officially coming to PC. Uh, It was announced by PlayStation. Uh, No release date, however. But it is going to be released on PC at some time in the future. So be on the lookout for that with all, all DLC and everything. Do not sleep on this game, folks. I swear to you, do not sleep on it. It is amazing. You will thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it if you do play it. Any Panzer Dragoon fans out there? Well, the series is living on in VR. It was announced a new Panzer Dragoon game is in the works, but like I said, it is on VR. It will not be on traditional consoles for a franchise that people have loved since Dreamcast. I think before that even. I don't know. Command & Conquer fans out there? Well, the remaster has an official release date in June on the game's tw- the original game's 25th anniversary. So this comes with the original game remastered as well as the first Red Alert remastered. You can actually pre-order it now on commandandconquer.com. Uh, they have several different versions available to download with different like collectibles and things like that. Also, Frontier Developments. Uh, I've talked about them ad nauseum at, at points. Roller, uh, they make Planet Coaster, Planet Zoo, the Jurassic World Evolution game, and now coming to a PC near you, they will be making an F1 manager game. Yes, so F1 racing. So uh, be on the lookout for that if you guys are into F1 and you like games made by Frontier. Also, this was totally unexpected, but Mario and Lego have teamed up for a new uh, series of uh, sets. So Lego Super Mario, it's a little odd. He doesn't really use a minifigure, and he's got this, it's like a Mario figure, but with like a screen on it. And uh, Lego went on to say, hold on, I'm looking for it here. It's not really a game, but you can build like levels and collect coins. There's a video, there's a video online showing it off. I'm trying to look for like, Official quote. I, I can't find one. They don't have an official date yet. Uh, this is still just an early announcement. And I don't know. It's almost like someone described it as like Mario Maker come to life. And like you can hop on characters. Like I said, you can build levels in a way. And it's really interesting. I wonder how this is going to turn out. They don't really have a whole lot. Again, this was just a tease. But it's really, really fucking cool if you ask me. I can't wait to see how that turns out. And after all this, E3 has been canceled for 2020. No word on anything else so far. I know WonderCon was uh, postponed. Uh, Comic-Con is still on the books. Again, I don't know if that could change in the future. It might. Gamescom is still happening. Microsoft and a lot of other formally announced E3 attendees have said that they will perform some sort of I don't I don't want to say show but like a stream at some point. 
uh, to announce and show off what they would have done at E3. I wonder if it will happen now before E3. I hopefully the the consoles aren't delayed. They they might be though. There's there's no guarantee that they won't. At this point, I don't trust anything anymore. And again, I'm I'm okay with that because time to figure shit out, people. That's for damn sure. But yeah, E3 is canceled. Sucks. But but it's for the best. Also, uh, Media Molecule, the developers behind Dreams are looking for ways to uh, allow their creations to be used off of PlayStation beyond PS4. The uh, One of the developers there said, We've had lots of questions from creators about using Dreams for viable business opportunities off PlayStation, such as concept work. We welcome and encourage creators to do this, but it's new territory for us. We've been busy behind the scenes, Mapping out how we can make it easier for creators to do this in the future. We are kicking this off with a beta evaluation where creators can submit an application to use Dreams for a specific project. That's really cool because... uh, They also said, in other words, for your own personal use, the post reads. That's really cool because people have been doing some crazy ass stuff in Dreams. And not just games, they're just making art. It's, it's, I wouldn't even call it a game at this point. I, I, I mean, you can make games in it. You can do a lot of stuff in it. But a lot of people are, are just making cool shit and like digital media in it. And they should be able to, to bring it off that. It, that's really fucking cool. If anything, Sony should find a way to put dreams on PC and blow the PC world up. That's for damn sure. I think it'd be fucking cool. Figure it out. <laughs> anyway. As I stated before, you know, things are going crazy with COVID-19, well, at least over the last few weeks. Now that quarantines are being put into effect and self-isolations and social distancing, which I think we all should practice, the Steam player base broke a record for most concurrent players on Steam at one time. They were just shy of hitting 20 million people yesterday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific, which is insane. Just shows you how people are really living up to that stay at home for a while and don't go out, don't spread it. Because even if you don't wash, even if you are not at high risk, you could be a carrier. Just want to point that out. You could be a carrier. Be careful. But with that, we come to the end of video gaming. I just want to point out, a lot of things are getting closed right now, so just be aware if you don't already know. But but this is crazy. Disneyland closing for the third time ever in in its history. All current major sports leagues in the United States have been put on indefinite hold. Major League Baseball, which is one of the reasons my vacation got short. Spring training got canceled. The NBA, after a player tested positive. The NHL. The MLS. PGA, hell, the fucking Masters was postponed. March Madness canceled. That's insane. Think about, more than anything, think about all these seniors in college and high schools, now that schools are are being closed as well, their senior seasons are up. They don't have a chance to really put a button on their sporting career if they don't go pro. And that sucks. I, I know they were discussing the... NCAA possibly giving them another year of eligibility. That would be amazing. It sucks for high school seniors, though. Man. 
Man, man, man. More things on hold, though, too. A lot of European leagues being put on hold. The Olympics might get delayed, if not canceled. It's crazy. Crazy time we're living in. Uh, like I said, Disneyland, Disney World is closed. Universal Studios, most Legolands. Like, again, people, this is a big deal. Yes, a lot of people are recovering. Yes, not that many people are dying. But, but, this is spreading at an alarming rate. And we don't know what can happen. Okay? We don't know what can happen. And, uh, like I said before, WonderCon has been postponed. CinemaCon has been canceled. And as I said earlier, Comic-Con, as of right now, is still in, uh, still happening. And uh, just to tie into this whole sports thing and back to video games, uh, the NBA will continue in some form or fashion at least. The Phoenix Suns, who are a professional team out of Phoenix, have announced that they will continue playing their current season in NBA 2K. (laughs) So they put on, on Twitter, the season isn't over yet. We will continue to play the Suns season games on NBA 2K. Saturday's game will be moved to tomorrow. Join us live on Twitch as we take on the Dallas Mavs. So, essentially what, what's happening is they will be hosting a stream. And they are having the... Uh, so the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, he's a, a Twitch streamer and he plays on the team. Uh, was actually playing uh, on Twitch when he found out about the NBA cancellation. And I think they might have him play... Um, also NBA commissioner Adam Silver, he did place a 30 day hiatus on the, the Suns games, but the Sun or uh, NBA games, I should say, uh, Suns are now playing scheduled games for the rest of the season in 2k and they are going to have their 2k league, which is now a thing in the NBA as well. Uh, it's like the NBA's e esports arm, uh, 2k league essentially will continue on and, let me see, I just saw something. But yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. We'll see how, how everything goes. But that's it for gaming and the sports world for the foreseeable future. I don't know what the fuck people are going to do without sports. I mean, what the hell is ESPN even going to be for a month? I know, I don't even want to, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Well, uh, let's move on to TV. A lot of stuff going on there anyway. Uh, Lost in Space has been renewed for a third and final season over at Netflix. I still need to watch season two, but season one was great. I wonder how they're going to end that off. Are they finally just going to get to where they were going from the beginning? Hopefully. Hopefully it's a happy ending. A new trailer dropped for Digimon Adventure. And if you think we got transported to the 90s for a second, you're not wrong, but you're not right either. (laughs) But... Digimon Adventure is technically a reboot of the original series, but it is modernized, but it will have the same characters, same Digimon you know and love, the same Digi-Destined, which is really odd they're doing this considering they literally, literally, literally just wrapped up the original Digi-Destined story this year uh, with a new movie focused on Tai and Agumon uh, coming off of Digimon Try, which came out last year, which I wonder why they're rebooting. Almost like Pokemon. Pokemon rebooted with the movies recently, too. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. Well, uh, I know we talked about last week the announcement of the Last of Us t- 
TV show, which is now going to be on HBO. Uh, we do now have an idea of a timetable of release. And they will not begin production on the show until after the launch of The Last of Us 2. Uh, sticking with HBO peeps, Damon Lindelof recently announced that he would love to work in the MCU or Star Wars. Please, God, no. Look, I like Damon Lindelof. I like some of his programming. But at the same time, like, that dude doesn't know how to keep a coherent plot from start to finish. Things get so muddled. Oh, God. That'd be terrible. The man's talented, don't get me wrong, but just... Please don't play around in those things. Stick stick to original stuff. You do very well there. <laughs> and uh, last couple things before we get uh, into more TV news. Picard was okay this past week. Uh, Jerry Ryan as Seven of Nine goes full Borg Queen, which was very, very unexpected. Oh, spoiler alert. Very, very unexpected for that. Uh, but then again, you don't even know what I'm talking about, really. Very light Picard episode, though. He, or Light as in not as much Jean-Luc. Other than that, though, there was some, some heavy stuff going on there. And then Clone Wars was pretty fucking badass on Friday, huh? Mace Windu just being a badass, just talking down droids like like he's indestructible. It's great. Interesting to see Anakin, though, uh, hints at what will happen, of course, in Episode 3, the eventual conclusion of the Clone Wars television show. Uh, it is sad to see Admiral Trench gone, though. That does suck. He was always a good villain. But uh, just a quick note on television real quick before we move on. Uh, as coronavirus and or COVID-19 continues to spread and a lot of states are enacting quarantines or social distancing is being uh, pushed on everyone, you know, maintain at least a six-foot gap between you and the next person, a lot of television shows have been, uh, productions have been put on hold. Amazon has put a two-week hold on all of its productions. Netflix suspends production on all of its current programming. All Disney Plus shows have been put on hold. Uh, AMC, as well as Walking Dead shows, have been put on hold. All Apple Plus TV shows have been put on hold. NBC, Viacom, CBS, and FX shows have been put on hold. As well as uh, Warner Brothers Television, including Arrowverse shows. Those have all been put on hold, especially after someone tested positive on the Supergirl set. And, and we all gotta be careful, man. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, America's, one of America's greatest actors, and his wife, Rita Wilson, both have tested positive while they were on vacation in Australia. So, be careful, folks. Just be careful. Wash your hands. 20 seconds. Moving on to movies here. Jason Bloom, the horror media icon, if you will, uh, creator of Bloomhouse Studios, wants to make a horror movie based around Halloween Horror Nights from Universal Studios. Pretty much just Avengers Endgame of horror f f people. <laughs> I wonder how they would even do that. Be interesting. I would actually consider watching that movie. Not big on horror films in general. Scott Derrickson, the man behind the Doctor Strange movie, said that he would love, if, had the, if given the chance, would love to make a horror film in the Star Wars universe, based on Hoth, and it would be similar to the the thing. And I've never wanted to watch a Star Wars horror movie more than than that plot right there, because I love the thing, 
Hoth is a great planet. Scott Derrickson's a good director. That would definitely work. And sad news to report, the world has lost a great actor in Max von Sydow. He has been in a lot of nerd culture films, uh, most recently Star Wars The Force Awakens. He was in the cult classic Dread film from the 90s. Not as much of a cult classic as the, the 2012 Dread, but anyway. I was also in a lot of Igmar Bergman films back in the, the 60s. Uh, Igmar Bergman being one of the greatest directors of all time. And also, what else was he in? I know it was recently. Uh, a lot of people know him from The Seventh Seal where he played Death. Of course, he was the ex- uh, he was the main priest in the Exorcist films, or in the original Exorcist. Excuse me. He was in Minority Report. He was also in Shutter Island. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones as the Three Eyed Raven. He was in a lot of things, and a very recognizable actor as well. Uh, it's a shame we lost him. He was ninety years old though, so of course, it it's something. He lived a long life, and I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he was a happy one. Anyway, Vin Diesel, I think it was Vin Diesel, was being interviewed. And he might have let slip that the Guardians of the Galaxy may be involved in Thor 4 in some capacity. Granted, I don't know how he could say that, as I don't think Taika has finished the script. And they don't start filming for quite a while. <laughs> while. So maybe that will happen? I, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, let's uh, go play around in the Spider-Man world for a bit here. And it looks like Roberto Orsi, who was the screenwriter behind Amazing Spider-Man 2, the second Andrew Garfield film, uh, has announced, or it's a rumor, I don't know if it's ever hasn't been confirmed yet, but apparently he is writing a Spider-Man spin-off film for Sony. Uh, this is per the rap. Uh, title, characters are still unknown. But he also wrote two live-action Transformers movies, two Star Trek movies, and has also worked on Fringe, Alias, and Hawaii Five-O. But apparently this will be part of the Spider-Man universe with Venom and Morbius, but it will not be linked to the MCU, which doesn't make any sense because Morbius does take place in the MCU, and now I think we know Venom does as well. I, I don't... Sony needs to get their shit together over there, that's for damn sure. I don't know. Universal also announced, with the success of The Invisible Man, they may be looking into a possible reboot of Dracula once again. I mean, how many Dracula movies are we going to get at this point? We had that failed MonsterVerse, like, launch pad with the Luke Evans Dracula. Would a new Dracula be modern, like The Invisible Man? Or would it go back in time? I, I don't understand. Figure shit out, Universal. Figure it out. And uh, Disney announced, despite what, I don't know who would ever think this would be possible, but Song of the South will never leave the Disney vault. Like, it, it's not. It's not going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's not leaving the vault. Anyone who thinks otherwise, you're just wasting your breath. You're holding, like, it's, it's pointless. And that's from Disney Direct. Well, they didn't say that exactly, but you you get the gist of what I'm saying. And also announced from Relativity Relativity Media, a new Scream is in the works. I don't whether you care about it or not. I I do not care. I think Scream is fine on its own. 
And I, I think it's too soon to reboot Scream as a series. It will be helmed by the Ready or Not directors. At least they know how to make a uh, horror comedy or blend comedy in serious tones, which Scream usually works with. But if they are going to continue Scream, hopefully it's Scream 5 and not like a complete reboot. Also, here's a plus side to being uh, self-quarantined or, or spending time in, in your room or you're at home because you can't go to work or social distancing, however you're looking at it. Disney has gone ahead and put Frozen 2 on Disney Plus today, three months ahead of schedule, as they know a lot of people uh, would need something uplifting like that. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised because I'm pretty sure Frozen 2 was still in theaters in some places. So if you're looking to watch Frozen 2 and you didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, it's on Disney Plus now. And sticking with Disney releasing things early, they have gone ahead and put The Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, on digital release a week ahead of schedule, uh, but they are still on track for physical release at the end of the month. Also announced, AMC is putting a 50% cap on all of their theaters moving forward. Of course, things could change, but as of right now, like I said, 50% cap, so they will only be allowing 50% capacity in their theaters uh, to allow for proper social distancing, allowing that six-foot gap between everyone. So if uh, you're going to the movies, just be aware of that. And speaking of that, Onward comes in first uh, this past weekend in what was the smallest box office weekend in tw 20 years. That's right, 20 years years in the smallest box office weekend and of course that makes sense i mean people are not going to go to a movie theater where you're close to strangers and you have the possibility of getting sick that that's just a normal possibility at a movie theater the only the other thing with that actually just coming in is what i'm looking at now just got a news alert actually new york city and los angeles have ordered that their movie theaters be closed so if you live in la and new york you're not going to the movies for a while but in all honesty there's not going to be a lot of movies for you to watch and we'll get to that in a second actually tom holland has announced that yeah tom holland this dude is the king of leaks that spider-man 3 or whatever it ends up being called i only call it spider-man 3 because it's a third in the film third in that series, uh, we'll start filming in July. <laughs> yes, this July, barring any changes uh, in light of recent world events. So, yeah. So I, I guess they're going to hope to be out next year. And also, with new movie announcements, uh, Colin Trevorrow put out the official logo for Jurassic World Dominion, as it's now being called. And I, I know it was given off some old school vibes last week. I think we talked about this. Full on old school vibes as they are going back to the black, red, and yellow font from the original Jurassic Park film and using the original Jurassic, Jurassic Park film logo with the T-Rex skeleton. I wonder what they're hinting at. <laughs> anyway, moving on. That's it for most major movie news, but there is actually a lot of things. There are now new release date delays 
and production delays. And let's get into that, folks. The entertainment world of 2020 is shaping up to be one for the record books in terms of things getting delayed and things not probably not making money. We're going to have a low box office year, I guarantee you that. Unless, of course, when the floodgates open and we're allowed back out into the world, things change for the better. But, as it stands, Fast 9, or Fast and Furious 9, has now officially been delayed until April of 2021, almost a full year. That's insane. Mulan has been indefinitely delayed, no new release date. A Quiet Place 2 has been delayed with no new release date. The Lovebirds, the new Kumail Nanjiani film, has been delayed with no new release date. The New Mutants, getting delayed for a fourth time. It is now almost two years since it was originally supposed to be released. Has been delayed with no new release date. Uh, Speaking of Mulan and the New Mutants, Disney is hoping to have them release this year still. Also delayed, Blue Story, a new film. And Peter Rabbit 2 has a new release date of August 7th this year. Antlers, also delayed with no new release date. Honestly, I don't know what we're going to be talking about on Nixner News for a while, because no new movies are coming out. TV shows are getting delayed. Games are coming out a dime a dozen at this, or not a dime a dozen at this point. It's like one every other month at this point. (laughs) We're going to have to make up things to talk about. We're going to have to go back into the past and talk about other things. We'll figure it out. We will survive. We will persevere. Today is... No, I'm kidding. Anyway, production delays. The Batman, delayed by two weeks. Jurassic World Dominion on indefinite hold. The Little Mermaid, Home Alone reboot. Peter and Wendy, which is Disney's live-action Peter Pan remake. Disney Shrunk and Shang-Chi, all put on indefinite delays. Uh, No word yet, though, on if... Um, Black Widow has been delayed a release date. Ridley Scott's The Last Duel, delayed. Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley, delayed. Flint Strong, delayed. And a new Billy Eichner movie on indefinite hold. The, as you can see, it's not just 2020 that is being affected. 2021 and beyond will also feel the repercussions of these delays in terms of films and release dates. So, folks... Get ready for the long haul. That is it for films today. Uh, There are some more things I do want to talk about. Uh, If you are a Comcast or AT&T subscriber, they are lifting data caps uh, temporarily now that uh, self-quarantining and a lot of companies are going to start working from home, giving people a chance to use as much internet as they want, essentially. Uh, It's real good of them to give back uh, during these times. And also, if you are a member, uh, are you if you are an Italian citizen and live in Italy, Pornhub is offering free premium to all Italians. So uh, get your VPNs ready if you don't live in in, in Italy. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, final bit of stuff here. Uh, DC has announced a new comic book series called The Three Jokers. They're calling it a spiritual sequel to The Killing Joke. This ties into, I want to say, The Button, which was part of Rebirth, which kind of hinted at the fact that there are three Jokers in the 
the DC universe. And uh, Jeff Johns, who's coming back to work on this, and Jason Fabok, who is a really good artist for DC. Uh, first issue will release in June. Unfortunately, it, it will be a while. They only announced it. And so th- this is what I'm reading. They hinted at the three Jokers in Justice League 50 back in 2016. And yeah, that's crazy. And it, they actually announced the three Jokers two years ago as well. So I don't know if you guys know this, but they revealed that there is actually three different versions of the Joker. Uh, essentially giving a reason as to why the Batman can't figure out his identity. Uh, there's also new, they also released new art uh, for the different covers, also highlighting the Jokers. Uh, they're really cool looking, uh, hinting at the three of them. And they kind of give this look of the, like the three wise monkeys, you know, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. So that's really cool. Uh, per Jeff Johns, the three Jokers featured in this story will be based on the original incarnation of the character introduced in the 40s, and the version seen in 80, 1988's of Death in the Family, and The Killing Joke. So one of those, of course, had to deal with the murder and paralyzing of Jason Todd, or murder of Jason Todd and paralyzing Barbara Gordon. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, he also said, It goes back to the beginning, when Batman first encountered the Joker, but it's also The Killing Joke and A Death in the Family, that speak to the book, and that's what we're building off emotionally. Barbara and Jason have gone through so much, as has Bruce, and it's really focused on healing, on scars and wounds, and what that does to somebody. If you suffer some trauma, you just don't get over with it. You just don't get over with it and move on with your life. It changes who you are. Sometimes it changes you for the better. Sometimes it changes you for the worse. You can heal right, and you can heal wrong. That's really what the book's about. Healing right, healing wrong, and surviving. So be on the lookout for that in June. Uh, Issue 2 will arrive in July, and 3 will be in August. Uh, He did follow up Jeff John saying, I see fans on Twitter, and I know they're getting impatient. They want this book to come out. Oh, this was uh, Fabok, actually. Uh, Jeff and I have come to realize that everything will happen with its time, because it's taken so long, we've actually made this story better. Everything's come together so naturally, and we're so pumped up and so confident in this story. I, for one, will tell you, that is definitely something I will be purchasing and reading, hopefully right away, and not a delayed read like I usually do with comics, where I'm like a year or two behind. Uh, Disney also announced, barring any changes, and of course the park being closed for this whole month, but that might actually help them in this instance. Marvel's Avengers Campus will be open this July. Again, barring any unforeseen changes. This is the new Marvel-themed land at Star War- or Disneyland California Adventure. And it will tie into the MCU in some capacity. It starts with Tony Stark. Uh, he is also... What's going on? I'm trying to figure out. And it's a, this is a place where heroes from across time and space, get it, time, uh, will be able to meet. And I guess, oh, a bug's land is going away. Didn't know that. And it's going to be a new high-tech home for Earth's mightiest heroes, uh, anchored by Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and the Guardians of the Galaxy, because the Guardians are already there. And... Look at this. Uh, The first ride will be Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. 
It's an all-ages Spider-Man attraction, no height requirement. Next will be Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which is already there. It's been there since 2017. Uh, next ride is the Avengers E-Ticket attraction, which... This is part of Phase 2. I don't know when that will open. Uh, no word yet on what that will actually be. Uh, and like I said, all those different superheroes, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Black Panther, and the Dora Milaje, uh, Black Widow, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Thor and Loki, Guardians of the Galaxy, and the Taskmaster. Master. Um, they are going to have... Oh, okay, so Ant-Man and the Wasp will be in their outfits with their helmets, so obviously it's not Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. Oh god, the people they have dressing as these characters do not look good at all. <laughs> uh, otherwise, the food and restaurants they'll have are the Pym Test Kitchen, based on Hank Pym. The Pym Testing Lab, uh, looks like it's all Pym stuff. The Shwarma Palace Cart, so if you know the first Avengers movie. Uh, Terran Treats, that will be based on Tanelier Tavon from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, they'll also have different toys and merchandise which uh, are available only there so that's really cool uh, the one thing that's surprising to everyone is Tom Holland will be there as Spider-Man uh, the biggest thing though is that there's a Spider-Man ride at all mainly because uh, Universal has the rights to Marvel rides and attractions on the East Coast Disney gets them on the West Coast uh, but also with Tom Holland being there, you know, with the whole Sony thing. So I'm reading here. Uh, I guess Tom Holland's wasn't uh, involvement wasn't always a sure thing. And it looks like when Disney and Sony worked out that new deal, they were able to get the okay to have Tom Holland be Spider-Man for their new ride and all the different attractions for... Uh, Marvel's Avengers Campus. But with that, that is it for Nick's Nerd News today. Uh, I know it was a bit of a quick episode, mainly because not a lot of things are happening because of COVID-19, and it is a serious thing that everyone needs to take seriously. I'm, I'm, like I said, just because you might not get sick doesn't mean you're not a carrier. And if you're around people that might get sick from it, be careful. That's why social distancing is being... Uh, not enforced, but recommended. That's why a lot of bars and restaurants are going to start closing. That's why movie theaters are now closed in certain areas. That's why you may end up having to work from home in the next few weeks. So everyone, be vigilant, be careful, be smart. Use common sense. Wash your hands. Wash them for 20 seconds. Because this can spread and it does survive on surfaces longer than most other viruses. So folks, just be on the lookout like I said, be safe, be smart. Other than that, uh, check out nixnerdnews.com where you guys can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer to listen on the go, you can find links to our Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcast pages. Also, while you're there, check out our social media where you can see all of our social media links all in one fancy place. You can also see all of our feeds. So that way you don't have to go to each app individually. If you prefer, though, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nick's Nerd News. Just look for the logo. Other than that, I'm your host, Nick, and I will catch you guys on the flip side. Hopefully, things don't go downhill from here, but we do not know. 
Again, catch you guys on the flip side.